This chapel message is brought to you by the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. I've heard several of you say that when you get up here, you pick a topic that's relevant in your life. And this, you know, I don't know, my topic today, um, I don't know why this keeps coming around in my life. Maybe it's because my wife and kids keep reminded me about it, but uh, so I'm talking about how to say hard things and speak spiritual truths without being a jerk. Uh, and I, tips from a guy who has a PhD, and I probably shouldn't have said that. And uh, if I'm sure some of you can also relate to that. So um, uh, you'll all be an expert in how not to say dumb things at the end of this uh, presentation. That is my goal. Um, so we, you know, this this quote just quite cracked me up quite honestly. We need to talk words you never want to hear from your doctor or your girlfriend. And this is, this is so true. But we've all been here, right? Nothing gets the heart racing and the palms sweating faster than the mere thought of having to have a difficult conversation with someone. Um, I was thinking about this in my own life, and I, can, uh, I think the, the last conversation of this nature that, that really got my palms sweating uh, was about a year ago when I had to walk into our CEO's office and tell him that I had made the decision uh, to make a move to CMDA, which uh, has been a blessing for me. But boy, that was a nervous conversation for me to have uh, after working together that many years. But we've, we've all been there. We, when we dread these times, we know we've got to sit down with somebody and have those hard conversations or someone's going to have one of those hard conversations with us. So um, uh, I, think it's, I think it's a universal emotion. So, what, what, what to do before, before we start? So, I would encourage you, you know, before you have one of those difficult conversations, we should ask ourselves a few questions. Is it necessary? Are you having the conversation out of love for the other person? Are you promoting unity with Christ? Or do you just have a bone to pick? And uh, unfortunately, it's, it's probably all too often bullet number four. But uh, again, we want to first, before we sit down and have that hard conversation, because there are consequences, obviously, uh, we want to examine our motivations for the reasons behind the conversation. So as we know, these conversations can be about any number of things, a family member's salvation. I think back a few years ago, several years ago, my grandfather, my dear grandfather, who I love very much, um, you know, the, the, the question of his salvation was never... It was never clear to me. I don't know if it was clear to him, but in his, in his last days, having to sit down with my grandfather and have very difficult conversations with him, or they, were, they seemed to be very difficult conversations about his salvation. Uh, so maybe that's, maybe that's a, a difficult conversation you've had, or, or maybe it's uh, you know, in a professional setting. Maybe there's a performance issue or just an interpersonal issue. You've got conflict with a coworker you're not getting along with. Maybe it's sin in a friend's life. Uh, maybe some of you have had this experience. I've I sacrificed a dear and lifelong friendship uh, years ago because I didn't mean to sacrifice it, but um, it was a conversation I felt like I needed to have with him, and it wasn't well-received, and and we are no longer uh, as close as we once were. Um, Marital disagreements, money, or maybe it's just something simple like you guys keep leaving the toilet seat up, and uh, she needs to talk to you about that. So be open to that conversation. So here's the good news. Hard conversations are, are nothing new. We can look uh, all the way back in the Bible. We see uh, Paul chastising the Corinthians uh, for their continuous sin. We, uh, you know, we see Elijah 
uh, we know King Ahab and the Israelites worshiping Baal, and, uh, and Elijah called them out on it. That must have been a very difficult conversation. But these men, uh, as it says, spoke truths over their people uh, so that they would have life with God. And again, that's, we need to keep that at the forefront. It's not always what you say, but how and when you say it. I have, I've told my son, this, I've said those words to him so many times, because Drew, Drew's, he's got no tact, quite honestly. Uh, he, he really, when he has something on his mind, he says it to his sister primarily, uh, sometimes his mom, and it never works out well. But speaking the truth is not easy, and we know, again, there are, there are often consequences uh, because we're all human and we're all prideful and... Um, we don't want to hear the hard things. So <clears throat> a, a, few, a few considerations. Before you go into one of those difficult conversations, think about preparation, timing, tact, and tone. And I really wish that made a cool acronym, but it does not. But let's, let's just go through these four uh, very quickly. Preparation. So this is you in your quiet time. Um, uh, just thinking about, you know, what I'm going to say, how I'm going to say it? When am I going to say it? But never, never ever have a hard conversation in haste and without preparation. I say that knowing full well I have, I have uh, not followed my own advice here, uh, but preparation also gives us the opportunity to invite the Holy Spirit in, pray about the words that we're about to say, and bring the Bible with you. Uh, the, the Bible says a whole lot about uh, what we say and how we say it. A couple of examples here in Proverbs 16.24. Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. Matthew 10.19. When you're arrested, don't worry about how to respond or what to say. God will give you the right words at the right time. More on preparation. Offer forgiveness if necessary. And again, remember, this is, this is you with yourself um, sitting down and, and forgiveness, as we know, is a very difficult thing. But we've got to, you know, if, there, if there's strife, there's conflict with another, if we don't, uh, if we don't offer that forgiveness, it is very difficult to go to, to, go to that individual uh, with humility. Uh, so, and as it says here, never assume you know everything about anything because there's always two sides to every story. So speaking humbly uh, will, uh, uh, will often grease the tracks of these types of conversations. And finally, love each other well. Uh, and what, that, what, what they're saying is, you know, we, we're not responsible for how our friend or the, the hearer of this conversation responds. We're only responsible for loving them well. And sometimes that means saying the hard things to them um, and calling out that sin in their lives. Okay, timing. Again, back to my buddy Drew. He is not good at timing either. He is not. And he gets that probably from his dad. But... Uh, but it's like they say, never go to the grocery store when you're hungry. I would say never have a hard conversation uh, when you're tired or upset or angry, impatient, uh, because it, if you're under a stressful situation, it's probably not going to end well. Ecclesiastes 3.7 says, there's a time to keep silent and a time to speak. Boy, Solomon knew what he was talking about, huh? There is certainly a time to keep silent. Proverbs 17.28 tells us, take it, uh, uh, takes it a step further and says, even Fools are thought wise if they keep silent and discerning if they hold their tongues. Uh, I know there's been a lot of iterations of that, uh, uh, of that proverb through the years, but so very true. So for you men in the room, the minute or thought an argumentative point pops into your mind is not necessarily the time to go straight away and address this. JC, especially for you right now. Especially for you. 
So sometimes the wisest thing to do is just to keep quiet and postpone. So again, just like the preparation we talked about before, postponement gives you the opportunity to step back. It's like, um, you know, I have, um, I have sent a few emails in haste. Um, and I'll tell you just very quickly, I didn't intend to tell you this, but it, it just brings to mind um, a situation. I, I had a, myself and a coworker had a vendor who was emailing us seemed like constantly, every other day we were getting an email about wanting to come in, do business with us, that sort of thing, and it just was over the top. And so I responded to my coworker and said, she's driving me crazy. Do you want to tell her there's no way we're doing business with her? Do you want me to tell her? And I sent it, only I didn't send it to my coworker. I accidentally replied to the vendor <laughs> herself. So she... <laughs> And she was unfortunately the daughter of my boss's best friend, which complicated things even, even worse. So then I had to have one of those hard conversations with him with the sweaty palms and all that. Um, but, but postponement, it, it allows you to choose your words more wisely and uh, gives you time to pray. And if you've put the other person on notice that we're gonna ha- I, I want to have a conversation with you, it also gives them an opportunity uh, to reflect and pray about it. Uh, uh, hopefully they're a godly person and, and humble their hearts ahead of that conversation. Tact. Tact. Um, tact is defined as sensitivity in dealing with others or with difficult issues or having a keen sense of what to do or say in order to maintain good relations. Um, and we know there are people in our lives that just don't have a whole lot of tact sometimes. And, and we all lose a little bit of tact under duress or frustration. Carl Sandburg said once, uh, be careful with your words. Once they're said, they can only be forgiven, not forgotten. Boy, is that not true. And then Sir Isaac Newton said, tact is the art of making a point without making an enemy. Absolutely. So uh, Proverbs twelve eighteen says, some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. So we know this, uh, we can't take back words, we, we hear that all the time, and um, you know, if, we, if we speak harshly or rashly, uh, thoughtlessly, we're going to wound that other person. And, um, and again, we can say all the I'm sorry's that we want, but once, once the words are said, they've, they've been said. So choose your words carefully and intentionally, even write them down, practice what you're going to say, pray over them, and... Um, you know, if you feel like you need to, just, just read that. I hear about a lot of people, just if I've got a difficult thing, I want, to just, I want you to just listen. I'm going to read you what I have written from my heart. That's not a bad idea. Tone. Tone. This is, I mean, Lindsay often talks, this is a picture of, it's not Lindsay, I'm just kidding. But, 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 but we, you know, this, we, we, we've had this, uh, we've had these circumstances. I was in a, um, I was in a honey baked ham one day, and I, I was having lunch, and a fellow walked in, and um, the, the young lady at the counter was there to take his order, and he immediately attacked her, and I mean attacked her about her faith, wanted to know, was she a believer, did she go to church, and he was very aggressive with her, and almost just angry about, I mean, she could hardly even get a word out. And I said, wow, he's not winning any souls with that approach. And it had to do with his tone. And um, so a person's tone conveys a lot. It conveys the heart attitude of the speaker, and it certainly will affect your listener. Obviously, if your tone's loud and angry, you're going you're gonna to turn your listener off pretty quickly. Uh, 
more than that, they're probably going to respond in kind with their own rash, wounding words. Uh, or they could, just, they could just shut down. Either way, you've lost them. You've alienated them, uh, and you've missed the opportunity for reconciliation with that person. On the flip side, if your tone's controlled and calm, uh, then your listener is more apt to, to, uh, to listen to you and, and have a respectful conversation. So just, a, um, you know, the Bible talks a lot about tone, tone as well. Colossians 4.6 says, Let your conversation uh, be gracious and attractive. Ephesians 4.15, Instead, we'll speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ. Ephesians 4.29 tells us, Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful, so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. And Proverbs 15.1 says, A gentle answer deflects anger, but harsh words make tempers flare. So, what if the conversation goes south? I, they will sometimes, but uh, I, I think just keeping the goal in mind, um, it's, preser- it's typically preservation of a relationship, resolution of a conflict. And, um, you know, but what if that other person is not open to that, unwilling to listen, un- unwilling to work toward that resolution? Just like the situation I had with, with the, a dear old friend, just was not willing to have that conversation. So what do we do then? Um, well, then I think, you know, you've just got to let it go. You've got to release it. You've you got to understand that we, you've done your part um, and, and leave it in God's hands at that point. Uh, you, you know, you try it in good faith, but ultimately you can't control the reaction of the other person. You can only control the fact that you initiate an attempt and um, that you approached them in a God-honoring way. So it, it you know, the, the fact that, you, that we don't want to have difficult conversations, very understandable. But I would, just, I, would, I would say to you that the rewards of having those conversations far outweigh the consequences of not having, not having them. So in summary, having hard conversations is, it is hard. It is definitely hard. But sometimes it's necessary. Uh, and and uh, to avoid them uh, could create more harm in the long run and likely would create more harm. Speaking the truth to a friend, a family member, a coworker could help them see blind spots and ultimately help them make a positive change in their life. So don't shy away from the truth. So it's like, um, you know, that uh, uh, was it broccoli in my teeth. Um, do we tell somebody? Ultimately, we're probably doing them a favor if we do. And one of the most rewarding things we can do is to help somebody by being honest with them when nobody else will. I think um, even though it's, some of these things are very difficult to hear, if it's, uh, if it's expressed uh, in a Christ-like way, uh, there's nothing more rewarding than have somebody come back to you and say, I hear, I hear what you said. I appreciate you pointing this out in my life, and, and um, you know, I want to do better. So I guess with that, I would just encourage you all to go home, maybe pick a fight with your spouse or a significant other and practice some of these techniques. <laughs> You could do that easy, Bert. Bert's been trying to pick a fight with me all week. I won't have, I'm like Teflon, baby. <laughs> so, um, so with that, thank you all for coming and, and um, hearing me out this morning uh, and being so gracious to me. Uh, so let me close this in prayer, and then uh, we'll see what, I know we knew, we've got a couple of announcements, so but let me close this out. Father God, we just thank you for this time together. Lord, we just, uh, we pray that, uh, Lord, when uh, we have situations in our lives with family members, friends, coworkers, whatever, Father, that you would, uh, that you would, um, Lord, just um, 
help us help us to prepare for those conversations, Lord, and and Father, to have them in such a way that um, Lord, it would ultimately draw others to us and to you, and uh, Father, that uh, when we seek resolution, Lord, that we would find it. Lord, we thank you for uh, we thank you for CMDA. We thank you for. Uh, all the blessings you bestow in this ministry and each of us individually. Lord, I just uh, reiterate the prayer requests that are mentioned this morning. And Father, we just ask you to be with us through the rest of the day. In your name I pray. Amen.